Well, hey, everybody, before we get started, I'd like to, uh, first of all, thank everybody that came out to those fully loaded comedy festival shows. I mean, holy shit, was that a blast. It was really, truly unbelievable. And I know almost every comedian said it, but without the fans, that doesn't play. So uh, thank you and congrats on being a great person and a great decision maker. I have some dates uh, on my tour that are coming up. So it starts in September, September 14 to 16, Comedy Works South in Denver, October 5th, I'm at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. October 6th and 7th, I'm in at the Raleigh Improv in Raleigh, North Carolina. Then October 19 to 21, and the weekend before that even, I think it's October uh, 12th, October 11th and 12th, I'll be at the 10,000 Laughs Comedy Festival in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Lots of shows going on there. Uh, Cy will be there, and we're going to do some real fun shows. Um, Atlanta. At the Punchline, October 19 and 21, Chicago Improv, November 2 through 4, Salt Lake City, Wise Guys Comedy Club, I am back, November 9 through 11, never forget. Los Angeles, California at the Hollywood Improv, November 16th, Irvine, California at the Irvine Improv, November 17th and 18th, Portland, Oregon at the Aladdin Theater, December 14th, I'm also in uh, the Arlington, uh, Arlington something. Oh my God. I don't have it on my website yet. Arlington something. That's, I'm in the LOL San Antonio at the the first weekend of December. And then the second week of December, I'm in Arlington, Virginia, and then Portland, Oregon, December 14th at the Aladdin theater. And then I'm ending up the year December 15th and 16th at the Tacoma comedy club in Tacoma, Washington. I hope to see you at one of those shows. I got new stuff. It's very fun. I don't have any DJs, so we're back to straight comedy. But uh, please come out, and I hope to see you out. We've got, yeah, we've got some announcements coming about some live stuff. Yes, I'm excited about that. Big Uncle Si might be doing some road dates, maybe podcasts somewhere here and there. Why do we do, why do I do this? Why do I tell people stuff, and then we just don't? It's going to happen. We're doing great. Enjoy the show, everybody. Just remember, all the dates you heard from me are happening. Okay. That seems like a roundabout shot. Hey, everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much for coming back to the program. We've missed you. We are recording for, it doesn't happen often, but we're recording right before the release. So everybody buckle up. You want some topical, amazing, up-to-the-minute news? You've come to the right podcast. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Let's talk political bumper stickers, Chad. Hello. Uh, <laughs> yes, let's fire it right up. Hey, what, what happens when two guys who are below average at actually executing their podcast push it off until the very last day of the week and then one of those men just forgets it's happening because he's got stuff going on and then they hop on late, both tired and a bit perturbed, and then they try to have a show that everybody loves. That, that's what's in it front It should of be you. interesting. It should be interesting. Now, I, both of us are, I guess, perturbed. I didn't realize you came in perturbed since you got 25 more minutes of rest while I was sitting here waiting for the fucking Zoom room to open. But <laughs> otherwise, I think things are going great. Now, you wanted to talk about political bumper stickers. I can't wait to even start because I'm fired up. Let's see where this goes.
I here's the, I I and I refuse to bring politics into this. P- the idea of political bumper stickers is a vessel into discussing a specific human being that I need to know more about. Okay. I was at the Kroger, not uh Travis Trick Kroger. I'm at the other I'm at the the other Kroger. I'm at okay, one of my other taking a break. Yeah. Taking a break. Well, the bridge is down. There's a bridge. Here's here's the real issue in my life. Then there's a little snaky bridge that goes over the little Miami River. And if I done take that thing up to Highway 71, I get to where I need to get real slick like. But now I'm fucking heading down this way and I'm heading up that way. Give me my bridge back. I went down sure. there. Is there a hallway down in your house? Yeah. What took you so fucking long to get here? Anyways, uh, what were you saying? I went down. Fuck you. I went down. <laughs> have you ever... You don't really realize how stupid you are until you get in front of a half-built thing that you take for granted. One day, sure. I was like, well, Jenna's sick of me. I'm going to go down and see what see how they're building the bridge that goes over a river. And so the roads have yeah. been all closed off. So you got to park your car, walk around the construction signs, walk all the way down, and now you're to the new bridge they're building over the river. And you can walk over the old bridge, which you shouldn't even walk over. That's why they're building a new bridge. This is a sure. Three, four people on this thing, it might Indiana Jones into the into the river. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, I just want to bring up the fact that two years ago, I knew a Cy Amundsen that wouldn't get out of his car to walk around a construction zone, so I think this is great. Well, is that, a, is that commentary on my improved health, or is that commentary yes, it is. on my failing marriage? So I go down. Yes, it is. I head on down to see a bridge. I go down to the bridge. I go down to okay. the river. Um, and okay. I walk down there and I go onto the scary bridge and I, in my mind, cause I hadn't seen any of the progress. I was like, I think I know how they build a bridge. And then I just stood there on the old bridge, looking at the new bridge, realizing if somebody asked me to build anything, I can't do it. It was, okay. it was humiliating how different their bridge building process was from what I envisioned. Well, don't you feel like you don't, uh, you didn't go to school to like learn how to build bridges. It's not like you're just uploaded with this information, like the matrix. It's not like they plug you in and, and upload a program into your head about bridge building. It's almost impossible. I've looked at a suspension bridge and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. All the tensions up there, mm-hmm. but the weight of the bridge makes it even more sturdy. That's what people try to tell me. And it's like, fuck you. Why are you trying to confuse me yeah. about this bridge thing? You're going to tell me all the weight is on the cables on the top when the cars are on the bottom? Get out of here, nerd. I I think you're right. And I think I think the biggest problem... Let, let me talk about the world, Chad. Number one problem in America... Kruger-Dunning effect, and uh, the idea that people who don't know anything talk like they know about it. They don't know how much they know. That that whole thing, we're, that's what we're pros at. You want to know right. what America's number and, one and at? America's yeah. number one at knowing, thinking we know shit about shit we don't know, and that's bred yeah. deep into me. And what, what's it called? What's it called again? I believe, this is, you, you want to know how a bummer, like, 
it would be hard for me to get the thing about people being stupid wrong like that term but i believe it's the kruger dunning effect well just that's that's why i was setting you up there i know and i know other people would have you're smart enough to know that other people would have just glossed by that if your little bitch ass wouldn't have brought it back up Um, yeah that's right i just wanted to make sure that well you had 25 extra minutes to figure out what it was by the way Um, our boy shubes can we talk about our boy i just called you a bitch and you reacted fine because we love each other right our boy shubes was at a baseball game and okay. he was there with a was bu- he singing the national anthem he, this is not a game he's singing the national anthem he's okay just- so obviously he's already fired up he's having to watch somebody do what he wants to do so he's got three minutes to just stew in a song that was written 300 yards offshore hiding in the belly of a ship keep going what are you doing what are you doing right now just Stop. trying to stir it up i'm just trying to stir it up man yeah so Shubes and uh, our good friend effect. Tom Takar, old Tommy T, yeah. Lee Kimbrell, yeah. I believe. I don't know if Randall was there, Mikey Kurtz, the whole Cincy gang. They go to okay. a Cincinnati Reds-Braves game. And there sure. is a drunken Braves fan who Tom Takar described as dangerous, which isn't... Interesting. That's not a word you like, you psycho, idiot you know right dangerous is a very specific sort of man i want to say something if you've never seen tom takar stand up you should absolutely see it and i want to tell you lately i've been seeing clips of him on my instagram and he's been wearing a leather jacket so just imagine how dangerous this person had to be for someone who wears leather in the summertime describing them as dangerous someone that wears leather in the summertime is ready to take a knife that's like an extra layer of skin you're wearing on purpose like you're gonna ride a motorcycle and slide off of it just to see what happens and he's calling this fan dangerous i can't wait the tommy t has out a brand new special and it's fantastic and the fact that he didn't call it leather in the summertime swing and a miss it's actually card called Takar Noir, which is incredible. So Tommy T, uh, Mikey K, Lee Kimbrell, and the whole Cincinnati gang are at a Reds Braves okay. game. There is a dangerous man. Dangerous. Talking shit, drunk, belligerent, scary, stirring it up. The comics, wisely, not getting into it. And surprisingly, wisely and surprisingly, because comedians are bad at fighting, almost all of them, at least the funny ones. And uh, so the the funny ones, it's hard because a lot of times you want to you want to do your funny thing, but then you get punched in the face because you don't know how to how to not do that. The game is over. And this guy is still going. And now Lee and some of the boys are like, hey, man, you got to go. It's over, man. You got to go. They're just kind of a little bit. They're chirping a little bit like you got to you. You got to be gone, man. And uh, then there's a little kid that is crying behind Shubes. And Mm. this guy is still going and something snaps in Shubes brain and he decides he's going to pipe off at this man, which. okay, understandable. That's an understandable decision. His choice. Questionable. Now, it's yeah. cl- and we had he and I talked about it. Uh, we we had a chat. 
because I think you forget, all of us as comedians forget that when we hang out around one another, we use words that are right. n- that mean different things in society. Bitch, cunt, twat. And so Shoobs calls this grown, dangerous man a bitch. Oh. <laughs> Can I tell you who doesn't like to be called a bitch? A grown, drunken, dangerous man. That's true. <laughs> what I said to Shoops, I was like, haven't you seen any TV shows or movie about prison? That's like, that, yeah, that's a no-go. I don't, I don't live in that world where bitch is an affront to my masculinity or like my, right. my toughness. But there are a lot of guys out there that if you go like, you're a bitch, you might as well say, hey, I would like to challenge you to a duel. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's like if you're if you are not fully committed to pushing somebody's shit in, then you don't call them a bitch. That's a fact because you need to prove that they are a bitch after you call them a bitch. And I don't think listen, first of all, this kid is behind Shubes crying cuz he's confused. He's like, "Daddy, why is that why is that man wearing two catcher's mitts, one on each hand?" <laughs> and the dad's like, "There there is hands. Son, he's got giant hands." He's wearing sweatpants to show his helmet off. Please, son, please. So the dad's freaking out on the kid. The kid starts crying. Yeah. And now, now we got a dangerous man being called a bitch. We got a dangerous man being called a bitch. And as per usual in terms of dangerous men, he freaks out and within seconds is choking the life out of Shubes at a Reds game. Yes. And, yes. and I wasn't there to see this. But I know immediately Lee and the other comedians are pulling this man off of Shubes. And I assumed, yep. because this is a big Dangerous Braves fans and they're all comedians, I assume it's right. like one of those little kids movies where you have a one really good football player on the bat, like the, the enemy team, mm-hmm. and he just yep. runs all the way to the end zone carrying all the other teams yes. trying to... That's exactly. what it... Like, he's just little giants <laughs> an entire pile but they, they apparently, Shubes is still alive, and he doesn't seem to have brain damage, so they got him off. But I was like... Shubes, yeah, when you call a grown man a bitch that you know is going to beeline to you, you have to have a plan. And the plan has to be immediately punching the man right in the face. In the nose, so his eyes are watery, so when he starts swinging, you can get out of the way, and then you find his chin or his temple. I, I You know... I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think that a lot of comedians, myself included, clearly for chat sure in public me. moments. For sure me. That I feel like it's a heckler in the wild and they will react like my whole life has a team of security and they're going to come up and they're going to be like, hey, you got to quiet down. But that's not how real life works. No one tells them to quiet down and the next thing you know, your whole world becomes a little tiny circle in your eyes because you're being choked to death. Yeah. You, here's, the, here's what I know about men who other men refer to as dangerous at baseball games. They're the sort mm-hmm. of men where if you call them a bitch, they're not going to stop punching you just because you're unconscious. Like that's a, yeah, that's a tough, that's a really, really tough decision. And yeah, when you're unconscious, they're going to drag you slowly like the caveman that they are over to a curb they're going to open your mouth they're going to put it around the curb and then you're going to take a foot to the back of the head listen i loved american history x 
But that's also, I would never call Edward Norton a bitch. Not in that movie. No, certainly not in that, not movie. In that movie. That's how you get your anus ripped. Zero not in that movie. percent chance. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm as guilty as anyone else. I mean, and I think you and I both have the same trigger Shub, like Shubes has. If we see yeah. a little kid at a sporting event and we see an adult behaving in a way as though it's not, like there's not kids there, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's tough for me. But when they're a giant fucking King Kong looking mother, like I'm probably doing the walk away, I think. Yeah, I at mean, I'll, I'll give it one of these. Sure. I'll give it one of these. I will say, yo, man, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it quiet so I don't shame them. I'll just go, hey, man, there's kids over here that are listening to you drop F-bombs. Mm-hmm. And then if they go, so fucking what, bitch? Then I my thought is, my thought used to be, oh, well, all right, I right, let's, let's handle this. Now my thought is, well, they're not my fucking kids. They probably <laughs> heard the F-word before. They have phones. They have the internet. Just sit down. They probably, they're probably sitting there swearing more than this guy watching porn on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm out i'm just like i'll give it one effort and then i'm like well there's there's no gas to spray on you so i'm gonna sit back in my seat and they're not my children i don't care yeah it's hard to it's hard to worry about what a, a 12 or 13 year old hears at a sporting event like when they go on their phone and they and i don't want to sound like an old person but instagram is it is essentially porn it's like if you want it to be, Instagram gets to be whatever right. you want it to be. It's a choose-your-own-adventure. But most of people's adventure is pretty porny. You can get pretty porny pretty quickly on, on the internet. Yeah, you can follow anybody. I mean, you can just search actor, model, and then all of a sudden you got nonstop pictures with no shirts. Uh, yeah. Should I, should I switch um, it up? Should I? Should I, I've, I think I would have made... You know, some of those comedians out there who... And entertainers who they really are risque on their Instagram. I think I'd, I'd have like been good at it. that. I think I would have been a good risque comedian. I'd like to see that if you if you want to do it. Now I um I will tell you this. I'll always look at a twelve and thirteen year old kid. I don't care if they have a phone or not. I'll go, Hey, you ride the school bus? And if they go, Yep, then all bets are off. Because Instagram <laughs> has nothing on a school bus. Nothing. You're going to put a five-year-old next to a 12th grader that doesn't get his license? Get out of here. What are you doing? What is this, Little House in the Prairie? Let's have different school buses for these kids. Because this. let me tell you something. This 12th grader, they're not calming down at all. They're, it's F this and F that. And maybe it should be because they should be driving to school two years ago. But here they are on the bus, and they're talking about the movie they watched, and they're talking about the fingers they gave, and they're talking about all this stuff. And this little five-year-old's like, well, I got to learn about this. So then he asks uh, an 11-year-old, and the 11-year-old's like, yeah, I know, I know. Let's see that girl up there with him. That's my older sister. She takes fingers. And so, like, every it's the bus, the bus is a kill zone. The bus is where Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy go to die. I'm yep. telling you that right now. That's a goddamn hearse for childhood. That's what it is. For childhood magic, a school bus is a fucking hearse. <laughs> the, uh, when I was 
young. We rode the same school. Like when he was a young warthog. We didn't ride the school bus home. We would ride the school bus to my parents' work. They they worked at a college, and we would ride the school bus there. And then we'd get off and we'd walk all the way down this really long driveway, like all the way up to the campus. Um, and then one day they stopped because a guy tried to abduct me and my sister. And so oh. that's not the story, but that's another story. So we were on the school bus, my brother Greg and I, and there were these farm kids. And they, I don't know what it is about farm kids where they're full grown at 12, but they were. I do. I know what exactly what it is about farm kids. It's they see animals fuck when they're super little. And then their brains are like, are we... Is this body not fitting what we're seeing? And then the body, then the brain produces all these steroids, Speeds up. and it really gets them going. And they're yeah, they're larger. They have uh, Shubes, probably a farm kid. Yeah, he, Shubes hands him grew and his up hands. on a farm. Yeah, not not him, just his hands. And then they were planted on <laughs> by that same farmer. So we're on the bus, and the two the two prominent big farm kids are also. Yeah, they're the ones ripping cuss words, bullying people, classic back of the bus stuff. And they're in my sure. grade. Greg is a couple grades younger. And Greg was a pretty mouthy noodle as a little kid. He is Yeah. He's enormous now, but he was so small right. when he was younger. He was like he went to school at like thirty five or forty pounds and he just like Wow, uh, just like a little, like a <laughs> floppy little noodle, and he would just yeah, wow, 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 fuck you. Like he wouldn't say that, but he would. He obviously didn't curse, but he would really sarcastically yeah. go. He's like, what do you think? He's one of those dancing. He's one of those dancing things in front of a used car lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those things, just flippity flew. You know, you know when you see a kid that has giant ears, and you just whisper. You don't even have to whisper because they'll hear it from across the room. But you just whisper. Hey, someday you're going to grow into those ears, buddy. Greg Greg grew into his attitude, right? I mean, his mouth. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. He definitely grew yeah. into it. Back then, it came off, I think, pretty rough. Now, am I victim blaming Greg in this situation? Well, I shouldn't be. But he's... Yeah, people are, there we go. That's fa- a brother. Farm kids are popping off at him. And Greg sure. was like, I'm, well, I know you are, but what am I? Probably one of those classic kid retorts because he's two mm-hmm. years younger and he's just a little noodle. And one of the farm kids just takes his head and just threw it against the window, <laughs> cracks yes. his head open. He's bleeding. So we have to get on. This is pre abduction attempt. And this is <laughs> early 90s, so bus drivers were even, they cared even less about head wounds back then compared yeah. to now. And so, yeah, he got his head thumped, and he's just got a whole bunch of blood coming out of it. And so, uh, yeah, we walked down that long college driveway with my brother Greg going like, <gasps> <gasps> and then i I got it has to be unsettling for your three kids to walk into your office at the college knowing that to get to your office they walked in the front doors by the commons and cafeteria past the president's office that has a full glass window all the way down through into another hall past all the other biologists offices into yours just (laughs) 
you know you know what that noise is he's sucking in all the shitty things he's said over the years he's sucking them back in because he's terrified someone else is going to do that to him i will tell you this though great on greg for having a head wound when the guy that came by to try to abduct you guys because they were like let's get these two we don't want the broken one we'll just take the two that don't have any gauze on their forehead so slick move on greg's part Greg had a lot of, he had a real pension for uh, stitches on his skull when he was younger. He did, a, <laughs> he did a thing where he tried to jump up on a counter quickly and whacked his head on a cupboard. We were also professional wrestling. Is this one on me, maybe? Yes, but know your surroundings. Uh, I'm in yeah. the middle of the room. Greg, top turnbuckle off the bed, head straight into the corner of a dresser. So he was... This kid was out there getting stitches like it was his job when he was little. Yeah, we did. Um, we used to I, was, I used to spend a lot of time at the Lundy house when I was growing up. And there was somebody my age. And then there was a brother one year older. And then there was a brother like seven years older. Now, we really looked up to the brother that was seven years older. He had a Copenhagen, uh, you know, the chew that he had the tins, the empty tins that he had got. And it was a huge pyramid on his dresser. And we just thought it was the coolest thing. And then he had a waterbed and he wouldn't stay at home very often because I think he was out doing sex stuff with other people. And so I would stay in his waterbed. And I felt it, I felt like king of the world. Isn't it interesting what things you think are amazing when you're a kid and now you're like yeah if you walked into a grown person's room right now with a waterbed and a pyramid of empty skull cans <laughs> yeah i'd still think it was cool just so you know so <laughs> i haven't changed much but anyways the brother that was one year older he always when we were watching tv he would always jump off the couch and superfly snooka us right and mm-hmm. just from the Fiji Islands, just, you know, put the rock and roll hands up and jump and destroy us. So we started to be able to hear when he would do it because the springs on the couch would creak a little bit. So we knew his feet were up there. And then one time we each had a belt that had the, you know, the little thing, the little hinge. The uh, spike, it's just one the piece, spike. The, the spike that you put through the hole. So we had that and we turned over and had the spike up and it went into his thigh yeah 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 it went into his thigh and that is how you stop from getting jumped on i'm telling you i wouldn't recommend a knife or anything longer than a belt spike but a belt spike does the job and what's great is they run away like one of those videos on a golf course where they've tied uh like a piece of fishing line to a fake snake behind the guy and he keeps running around to try to get away from it that's what he looked like when he was running around in the living room because the belt was stuck in his leg it was awesome honestly i think that's a trick we can teach shubes if he's going to go around calling grown dangerous men at ball games bitches we need to teach him he's going to need trick. a neck brace and brass knuckles <laughs> because this kid i i'm telling you he's got to have a neck brace with some sort of oxygen mask that pops up because he's gonna get choked out a whole bunch he's gotta stop can you imagine the amount of money we'd have to pay for custom brass knuckles for shoes oh i know yeah yeah it it would actually be incredible we would have to hollow out manhole covers (laughs) and and solder them together (laughs) the I remember there was a kid, I probably told this on the show before, but I had a friend growing up, Mike Garrett's, 
and his family he was at he stayed at the resort and he had extended, allegedly he had uh extended family that came and stayed at the resort and he had a cousin who was probably in his 20s but took his shirt off and um had these big long scratches down his back and we were mm-hmm. told that they were from somebody digging their nails into his back well you know well he well love making well he had well, sexual intercourse and i and i th- i think all of us were like whoa cool and that sounds like the worst i don't know that that cool that has aged the coolness of that i think has aged as poorly as a pyramid of skull cans i would not want that i mean unless as getting that's your scratched thing, on your back unless that's your thing like because they were like sure. well some people like to get there. choked some people like to get scratched that's fair I'm not here to kink shame. Let's talk political bumper stickers. <laughs> oh yeah, let's get into this. I'd like to hear what this is about. Um, it's not so. I saw a political bumper sticker, but it was, at least to me, it was agnostic. You couldn't tell who okay. it was about. It was a sure. statement uh, about the president, but you don't know which president mm-hmm. was it. This one was it. The last one. Was it the one before that? Oh, my God, was it the one before that? People don't take bumper stickers off. When you put a bumper sticker on your car, nobody's like, I'm going to take it off. It's been on there long enough. Once a bumper sticker goes on, it's on. Yeah, I don't think you can take them off. Yeah. I think you got to use like a special salve or something to get those off. It's like the same shit marathon runners rub on their thighs so they don't start a fire. I mean, I'm telling you, and when I say marathon runners, I mean marathon joggers the bigger ones so yeah once it's on so you'd have to check you'd almost have to go in like they do to find out how old a mummy is you'd have to check the what is it the oxidization sure something like that um so you'd have to check all that stuff to figure out exactly what president was about but uh now i want to know what it said so maybe we can find out maybe we can figure it out by what it said you can't um just i'll be the judge of the smarty pants polarization in this uh country but there's also no colors there's not a blue color or a red color there's nothing so i don't know who it's from who it's about but it's a bumper sticker and all it says is my dog can poop a better president okay now now i'm going to tell you something we have everyone listening they've already made up their mind on who it is and that's fine And i'm going to tell you a secret I think it could be almost all of them going back to the beginning. Almost all of them. So, so uh, the thing that I found interesting, and maybe this is, I, I'm wrong about this, but the most fascinating thing about it was, so you are bold enough to adhere to your car a sticker that likely will come will come off with nothing other than a specialty sav, right? Right, right. Sav is that how you say it? Sav. I would say sav, but sav. Everyone sav is a vehicle with two a's. Yeah, yeah. Tomato, tomato. It's sav. Sav. Keep going. Uh huh. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you know, okay. You can't see him. 
because we promised you video and now we're back to audio, but that's because we just got a lot of stuff going on now. But video's coming and in-person episodes are coming. So it's kind of like... In-person episodes and video are coming. But here's the thing. We're the best. Um, You couldn't see what he was doing. He has these high cheekbones because uh, his, uh, you know, old relatives used to rape. And he's very Nordic. You look Nordic. It's true. Listen, stop it. I am Nordic. No, 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 you stop. Listen to me. Here's where I'm at with this whole people talking about my Nordic looks things. Now, do I know a lot about history? Am I very educated? And and, no, uh, no. And and is what I'm about to say probably going to be historically accurate? Also, yeah, it's the Kruger Dunning. How come Hitler, who is definitively ugly as fuck, that is an ugly fucking man, awful hair, awful facial hair, gross skin, ugh, yucky, yucky man. You ever looked, you ever watch a documentary about the Nazis? All these brown hair, brown eyes, thumpy headed, I'm a Nazi, just fucking yuck. And because they saw my people or read some mythology or whatever it was, and they're like, they're the good ones. Now, anytime anybody sees me or my brother with our tall, blondish, high cheekbones, it's, oh, oh, oh you're Hitler's wet dream. That's not, our, that's, not my, that's not my people's fault. I didn't, we weren't part of it. Germans are so ugly. They're not. First of all, Hitler's wife, Eva Braun, was Jewish. So Jews were his wet dream, not you. So I don't know why people say that either. I wasn't even going to talk about that. that. What I, I was going to say, say is say you just... look you look like you're from Norway and then you just your eyes got big and you go sav. And it I've never seen anything more Norwegian and I live in northern Minnesota for the summertime and I see nothing but Norwegians. I mean almost, right? Yeah, you. It's so Norwegian in this part of the country in the summer that if you see a black guy, you just have to go, black guy from Norway. You <laughs> almost have to assume that because that's how Norwegian it is up here. You don't want to take any guesses. So I always just assume it's a black gentleman from Norway, and when I talk to him, he's going to go, "Well, yeah, holy shit, yeah, man, we're out there on the boat trying to fish. You got to give her bud." So it's a lot of it. And so that's what I was commenting on. I wasn't saying you were Hitler's wet dream. I got news for you, pal. You're nobody's wet dream. Come on. Oh, I'm a few people's wet dreams. There's a couple stragglers out there. Come on. I'm somebody's wet dream. I I just, I I don't get it. I don't understand. (laughs) Also, the fact that Germans would have an issue with other people's noses is crazy. Find me an uglier nose than a German person's nose. Ugly people. Well, I can't know that stuff because I guess I don't know the noses of people. I have never. I I think don't think. But that's you know one of the historically the 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 yeah. this this things and the pictures they would draw of the Jewish people. You know. Oh right. Yeah. yeah the propaganda. It yeah, was the like pro- yeah, the bullshit. Yeah. But but um. It, so I guess I just don't know the whole. German nose, Norwegian. I don't know. And any I don't of think that that's stuff. accurate. I Did I see a German guy with a big bulby nose, and that added to my growing opinion about how I don't like that 
the Norwegian people. Now, here's what I think is, I think Hitler and all his Looney Tunes, like they were really into like the fact that there was a perfect race or Norse mythology. I, I think it warps. Uh, and, and I probably, I'm probably going to get a message from somebody who's like, here's why dipshit. It's your fault. But yeah. That's probably true. It probably was your fault. But I will say this. There is a perfect race, and it's the human race. We'll be right back. Um, I have to tell you this about— Hold on. Let me do a bumper sticker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, actually, no, you because go, you we'll go, get you, back to it because this is we'll still about Hitler. Bumper sticker. This is still about Hitler. So my uh, daughter's boyfriend uh, of four years, they have the longest standing relationship. As you guys know, I go to my daughter for advice, and he has grown a mustache. He is 20, um, which is weird because he's only been out of high school one year, but he's 20 years old and um, probably just have his neck tattoo that I haven't seen. And he's got a mustache, but it doesn't grow under his nose. Like the piece, the piece where Hitler's yes. mustache was, he doesn't grow that part. So he's got like lip wings and, um, but it, it's like, he's got the anti-Hitler. It's like, I love Jewish people so much, I refuse to grow this part of my mustache, It's is what he's saying. Now, he goes to a liberal arts school in Southern California. I don't know if that's why he's growing it like this or not, or if he just can't grow the hair under his nose. I don't know if he shaves it. I haven't asked him because I love it too much. And it's very fun because, you know, this kid's in shape. He's tall in the summertime. You cannot tell if he's from South America or if he's actually uh, Norwegian it's so 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 incredibly tan and uh sounds like i have a crush on him i don't but the point is this is now that he's got this mustache we Mm. keep asking him like hey how many hours did you log in the cockpit this week how is the top gun program going and uh i can't get enough of it every time i see him and then we were at dinner last night and the server comes up actually manager comes up and doesn't even know cole and he goes he goes, uh, uh, how long have you been trying to grow that mustache? Looks ridiculous. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Even strangers are doing it. So I love it. I love it. I know that, uh, you know, I feel like people thought I had something to do with it. I did not. I didn't tell this guy anything. He's just a real funny kind of sarcastic guy, but it was perfect. There's, you know, there's some kids who they can grow a full beard in 11th grade. There's a couple of Farmers, those out there. Yeah, I've heard but of everybody them. else yeah. floats into that interesting golden period where they want to grow. Like facial hair is something you want to grow, but it's going to be a while yeah. until it comes in right. And it's each kid is a beautiful snowflake. No two are the same. He, he can't grow the Hitler patch. Some people, my friend Joel couldn't grow right down here along the side so it looked like he had oh goatee and mutton chops yes so good yeah and i like i like that period when a boy wants to grow a man's and i went through it heavy duty a man's facial hair but he just he just can't do it right and it looks like most of his face is covered in pubes yeah yeah no i mean i think we all go through that except you're right there is a point where you don't know if he was just, his face was held by Jesus Christ himself, and that's why he can grow the beard. Nobody knows why. But it's a thick, thick beard where you're in sixth grade and you catch a female teacher kind of looking back over her shoulder like, all right, I see you. I won't be your teacher forever. <laughs> that kind of shit where you're like, oh, man, I'm just a boy. 
I'm a boy in this man's world right now. Get me on the school bus. I got to learn stuff. I need a farm kid to smash my head into a window to prove who I yeah. So I um <laughs> we I have a friend uh Luke who yeah, he was in high school like I always like, hey, man, grow your beard out. And he's like, it's so itchy. I was like, it can't be that itchy. And then he grew it out once. Of course it's itchy. It's got to be all sorts of shit yeah. living in there. Thickest it's all thing over his face. I've ever seen. He looked like if Fuzzy Wuzzy Wooly, if they had a member of their family, of the Wuzzy Wooly family, that they were like, we can't introduce this guy to other people. He's going to embarrass us. It's too much. It was. Yeah. Yes. You, you go in his bedroom and there's shackles and you're like, why is this here? And like, oh, because of the full moon. You're like, OK, I got it. You can grow hair all over your body. Perfect. So my dog can poop. Time out. I got to tell you one more thing. OK. I couldn't grow a beard. I couldn't grow a beard for a very long time. And I'm happy for that because I can grow a beard now, but still hairless butthole. Isn't that something? Absolutely. That's great. Thank you. So you Thank you. you sacrificed beard ability early to yeah. gain elder years without dingleberries i'll tell you this i didn't do anything it just happened because when two 17 year olds go to prom and are just trying to get out of there with a sex story right they're both athletes they go on to college to play athletes. sports obviously the egg is at top Top form, mm -hmm. so is the sperm, right? Uh, and there's no sperm limping. It's like not like I'm having a baby right now where my sperm's just limping in with a cane. Yeah, and uh, you know, so that that's what you get. You get a uh, you get a smooth face and a smooth butthole, and then just a beard later on is because it's just genetics. I don't know what to tell you. My dog can poop a better president, and the thing I love about this yeah. bumper sticker is that someone would be willing i mean if you think about it this is again this is the shubes thing like for us shitting on a president saying or political let's a and i think a lot of americans are that way but you know there's you get out in public and you say some shit not everybody's ready for it. it's like calling a guy a bitch at a baseball game i still think there's a lot right. of people in this country who think it is not very classy to discuss religion or politics, even though that number's fucking dwindling. Um, it's almost at zero, yeah. Yeah, but I still think there's some people out there. But anyway, the idea that you would cross the respect threshold of shitting on uh, the nation's highest office, like taking a shot sure. at it permanently on your bumper sticker... Uh, minus your ability to acquire salve, but then also <laughs> are not willing to use a swear word is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. What what kind of person is like, I need to criticize the highest office in this nation, but please, no blue-collar words. None of yeah. this... None of this Eddie Murphy raw version of a bumper yeah. sticker. I want them to know that my dog could poop you. Because if I tell them that my dog could shit a better president, which has a harsher, nicer, that is crossing a line, Chad. No, sir. 
Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's almost like if a podcast host were to say something like, gosh, fucking darn it. I mean, it would be something similar to that. I don't think that's accurate. I don't. I do. I don't think it's accurate. I don't like taking the Lord's name in vain. That's not. You don't have to, but finish it with damn it. That's not anything. You say gosh fucking damn it. Do I say now, gosh listen. fucking darn it? You certainly and I have. First of all, I don't yeah. say gosh. I think my thing is golf fucking damn it. I think that's what it is. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this because we have too many people who love this show enough. And I'm going to get a message from F- Matthew yeah. Faka from the Faka Bear who sent me yep. another really fun. We got to get back on the Patreon amongst the many things we're failing. I've got just an oodles. Yeah. I have oodles of audio clips that Faka has compiled that sure. are immensely funny. Yeah. He did a hot chat in the city that was. Oh, I think I heard it. Yeah. Now, why are we failing? What's going on in one of our lives that we would, well, we'll talk about it later, but, um, so, so this bumper sticker, I don't want to do it with you. I don't want to be a part of this with you anymore, at least for today. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm out for my life, but at least today, <laughs> I think we've crossed a threshold. You know oh what? I, I'm going to tell you something. Kevin could poop a better podcast co-host. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.